Welcome to the 320 Podcast, where we encourage you to reach for the immeasurably more life with Christ. From discussions on scripture, to poetic messages, to dreaming big with Jesus, you will enjoy a variety of episodes brought to you by Shelley Wilson Ministries. To find out more about Shelley Wilson Ministries and the many resources available to you, please visit our website at www.shellywilsonministries.org. Hey guys, it's Shelly. Welcome to this week's 320 podcast. I'm super happy that you're joining me wherever you are, what time, whatever time it is um, where you're from. But um, so I have kind of a somber, a little bit of a somber um, discussion today. Um, and I've really asked the Lord, you know, is this something I need to share probably the last few months? And this, this actually might be uh, something that I do more of as we kind of move forward. Um, the Lord had given me a dream. By now, it's probably been three months. And um, in all honesty, I really, I did wake up that night and write the dream down. I knew it was from the Lord, but I was very unsure what it meant. So I just kind of kept praying. Um and really kind of set it to the side and did, did not do a whole lot with it, okay? Until um, weeks later when I was like, you know, Shelly, just see if you can find this word in the scriptures. And so um, I'm going to kind of give you the short version of the dream uh, that I had written down. And I, I titled this bladder infection, <laughs> right? Um, I, so I was in a dream, and there was a woman in the dream doing all the talking. So she was the, the one woman talking to me the whole time. And when I went and looked up her name, her name means helper. And she says to me in the dream, I have your lab test back. And it's large and fat. And... Um, at that point, when she had said that to me in the dream, I was looking through a microscope, and I could see two microscopic cells with my own eyes that she had been talking about. And I just casually looked up from the microscope, microscope sorry, and I said, do you mean like a bladder infection? And she nodded yes and said, we will see what the doctor says. And then I woke up. Now, that seems pretty benign. You know, you would almost think that that could be literal. But listen, I did not have a bladder infection, and I don't typically have dreams that are that literal. They're mostly symbolic. And so when I was just kind of praying one day, I just, I just said, you know, uh, Shelly, just look and see if the word bladder is anywhere in the scriptures. I honestly did not expect to find it. But I actually did find it, um, and I found it in the message version. So let me uh, let me let me read that to you. That actually shows up uh, in Isaiah two, chapter two, verse seventeen. Listen, this is so amazing. It says, "The swelled big heads will be punctured bladders, the pretentious egos brought down to earth." leaving God alone at front and center on the day we're talking about. Verse 18 says, And all those sticks and stones dressed up to look like gods will be gone for good. Now, 
after I found that in the message translation, I went back to the dream and it made sense, right? So I want you to, I'm going to kind of walk you through my train of thought and my process with the Lord, trying to understand what the dream means. And I'll be honest with you, I am not always very good at dream interpretation. I have to really wait on the Lord to show me things. Um, but I do know that you go, you know, I want to make sure everything is in the Word and in the Scriptures and, you know, kind of test the spirits and all those things. So remember in my dream, the girl whose name means helper, all right? So that tells me that's the Holy Spirit speaking to me, right? She says, it's large and fat, remember? Now you parallel that to the Isaiah 2, 17, passage and it says the swelled big heads right will be punctured bladders and the pretentious egos brought down to earth now listen there is no denying that that is a, a good description of large and fat um, very often we talk about the pride of man if we know that man can have a large ego and sometimes we even call people or we've heard it called uh somebody's got a big head, right? A fat head. In other words, they're what we in slang terminology would say they're too big for their britches, right? And when you go back um, to the whole chapter uh, two in Isaiah, this is talking about the great day of the Lord, okay? And um, so I'm looking through the microscope at two microscopic cells. In other words, they're hard to see without a microscope. Um, in other words, you got to take a close look at it and really know what it is. And I think that is really God saying to me in the dream, you know, Shelly, we don't even see what's there. You don't even see what's in, what is in the body of Christ. Um, the bladder itself is what? The bladder is an organ in the body. I want you to think about that. The bladder is an organ in the body. And in the dream, I say, is it like a bladder infection? And the helper says, yes. Well, so I believe what's God, what God is saying is there's a bladder infection in his body, but a bladder is a, a, an organ in the body. So we have an infection of what? Pride, uh, swelled big heads, a pretentious egos, right? But God is saying he's going to take all of that down and he will be God alone at front and center on the day we're talking about. Now, whether or not this is God speaking in advance, what we already know through the scriptures on the great day of the Lord, I happen to think he was telling me that even though, yes, that's going to happen on the great day of the Lord, when everybody, whether you believed in Jesus or not, everybody's going to know Jesus is Lord that day. There will not be anybody who doesn't know. But it will be too late for those who have not surrendered, right? Um, when I looked, I decided I was going to look the same scripture up in other translations. So I, I use a New King James Version a lot. So when you look at Isaiah two seventeen in the New King James, it says, The loftiness of man shall be bowed down. And the haughtiness of men shall be brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. Listen to this, verse 18. But the idols he shall utterly abolish. Okay, so again, makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. 
Now, when she says to me in the dream, we'll see what the doctor says. Listen, that's pretty self-explanatory, right? Who is the great physician, right? But the Lord himself. So I thought I would go back through the chapter to uh, Isaiah in the New King James Version and, and take a look at more context, right? So this is, this is how it starts out. Oh, uh, actually, I'm going to go to verse 5 um, right there because this is where I, I think God really starts speaking um, to the issue with the bladder infection in the body of Christ. For you, this is verse 6, chapter 2, for you have forsaken your people, the house of Jacob, because they are filled with eastern ways. They are soothsayers like the Philistines, and they are pleased with the children of foreigners. Verse 7, their land is also full of silver and gold, and there is no end to their treasures. Their land is also full of horses, and there is no end to their chariots. Their land, verse 8, is also full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands, that which their own fingers have made. Verse 9, people bow down, and each man humbles himself. Therefore, do not forgive them. All right, and then he talks about going into the rock and you're going to try to hide in the dust on the great day of the Lord. There will not be any way. But this whole chapter talks about the lofty looks of man, the haughtiness of men, um, and how it's going to be brought low, low by the Lord. And I think what God was saying in the dream is, Shelley, warn the people that we have, a, we have an infection of pride in the body today, uh, whether that's in our leaderships, in our congregations, uh, where we say, uh, and, it's, and it's, listen, guys, you know, warnings like this are meant for us to check our own hearts first, right? Before we start pointing any pictures, God is clearly saying, Shelly, there's a bladder infection in the body. There is an infection of pride, of haughtiness, of loftiness, and I am about to bring that low. And so we want to make sure that we go into the prayer closet and say, okay, Lord, create a clean heart in me, right? Uh, Check me and see if there's any wicked way in me. That's been kind of a prayer of my heart lately. Do I have any deception in my heart? Do I have anything hidden from the Lord where I am really prideful, where, where my attitude is large and fat, right? It's pretentious. It's lofty. Um, it's prideful, right? And sometimes that happens. Uh, it can be in our pulpits, right? where we have uh, brought in Eastern ways. You know, that's something he says. They are soothsayers like the Philistines, um, filled with Eastern ways. Listen, that takes me back. You know, you need to check the things you do. I, I, I speak against witchcraft a lot. What has come into our church from the Middle Eastern ways? Um, we also see in Ezekiel, when Ezekiel sees through the hole in the wall, the leaders are bowed, I believe, um, in such a way that it is idolatry. Um, so that would probably be a good passage to go study, but this is a good time, guys. I believe God is, is, he is reckoning with the pride of man. And that is, that is, listen, the world does what the world does when you don't have Jesus, but God is going to sift his body, right? He is, he is preparing a bride who should be making herself ready for his coming. And, um, sometimes I think even over what with our giftings, our leadership, we become, we become arrogant, we become pretentious. We see a lot of that in the church today where it's my way or the highway 
or where I'm right about everything and, and we really start, you know, pointing the finger at people and calling them false prophets, false teachers, when the truth is we don't even know them at all. And, you know, I think it's a warning to be super careful because the word says the meek shall inherit the earth, right? And meekness is just restrained power. It's not weakness, but it's where the fruits of the spirit are in operation, you know, where um, do I have the gentleness? And, and, you know, I'm called just like many of you to give some hard messages sometimes, but, but I can still give those messages with with patience, um, with long suffering, um, you know, to try to help people through the hard words to get to a place of righteousness and uh, as they're being sanctified by the Lord. There is a way to do things, you know, that help people along and, instead of condemning them because there is now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I got to be super careful, even with the hard words God gives me. Am I delivering those words with patience and gentleness and long-suffering and self-control? Or, or, it, or have I lost all self-control because the truth is I'm kind of like this crazy zealot who wants to bring the hammer down on everybody. And, and just like many of you, I do get angry. I get angry at unrighteousness. I do have a righteous indignation at times, but I still have to check my own heart, right? Because, listen... Lucifer was a worship leader, right? And boy, don't we see that today, where we have taken the platform in the church and turned it into more of a stage um, and performance-type atmosphere instead of the sanctuary that it was always meant to be. And so I just wanted to share that with you all today, to sit in the, the quiet place with the Lord and say, you know, God, is there any place in me that's still super prideful? you know, that thinks I'm smarter than I am or that thinks I'm better than I am. Because <laughs> see, even all my works today, Shelly Wilson, there, there is filthy rags to him, right? I serve him because I love him and I want to serve him. But I have to be careful I don't let things become an idol and that I don't really think higher of myself than I really am, right? Because the scriptures actually say, you know, Apart from him, I can do nothing. And we really do have to come to that place where we understand that that is true. Uh, you know, and even Jesus, he was just the picture of humility, correct? He had all the power. Listen, he still had power over Satan while he was on earth. He was fully God and fully man. He could have called the angels down to get him off the cross. But no, he surrendered in, in full humility for our sakes, right? Love held him there. And so I really want to just encourage you and share share the dream with you because I feel like it's for all of us in the body of Christ. And I may do more of this as God leads me to because I do want the podcast to be more of, you know, teachable moments as God shares things with me. And I'm always a student of his, right? That's another thing about not being prideful, pretentious, or lofty is, you know, we have to remain students under the teacher. And we have to admit, admit a lot of times that, you know what, I just don't know that answer. I don't have all the answers. Um, and I think sometimes we're surrounded by people who seem to have all the answers um, and, and no real humility to say, you know what, I, just God hasn't really revealed that to me yet, so I can't even tell you 
what I believe in that area yet because we're all in different stages in this walk with the Lord. You know, and there are some things that other people understand that I've not come into a revelation and understanding of. And it's the same for all of us. So we got to be super careful, not prideful, not pretentious, not boastful, except in the things of God himself. All right. So I hope the dream helps you. I hope it encourages you to do some hard repentant work and um, walking through some honest dialogues with the Lord because he's so super um, faithful to forgive us, right? And to help us change. Uh, I, I'll share with you before I close. This week, one of my prayers every day has been, I have a c- certain thing in, in my, the way I uh, operate that I don't like. And I, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, would you help me change this about myself? Because I think it hinders me more than anything and it hinders your work through me so would you would you help me soup would you supernaturally change this in me because here's the thing guys the holy spirit is is the the revelator right he's the one who does the transformations in all honesty i can't change a thing by myself that is the truth and you can't either so the lord loves when we come to him like little children and say you know god I'm like Paul who says, why do I do the things that I hate? You know, why do I keep doing those things, Lord? I keep choosing wrong. I keep choosing being prideful. I keep putting, you know, wanting myself to be seen instead of others. I keep keep desiring platforms that are really poisonous for me and for others. Instead of being in a place of a transformative love of Jesus where when I touch people, they're healed. When I speak to people, they're lifted up and encouraged. And I do what we know today is real ministry, you know, not this self-exaltation that we've made to be kind of like a high priority in the church today. So go do the hard work of healing with the Lord Jesus, guys. And um, I'm going to be praying for everyone who listens that, Lord, today, everyone within the hearing of this podcast will do like you've led me to do. And just to go into a, a searching of our own hearts, Lord, and God, that you would pinpoint any place in us that still needs to be changed to be in more of your likeness. I am so grateful, God, that you are still a God who comes into our dream life and speaks to us, that you will stop at nothing to give us the word that you want spoken. We hope today's episode has blessed you and encouraged you to pursue Christ passionately. To join us again for more encouragement, equipping, and empowering, subscribe to the 320 Podcast. We would also like to invite you to enjoy our round-the-clock radio station, Royalty For Real Radio for Women, at royaltyforreal.com. That's royalty, the number four, real.com.